We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from U.S. Bank. When it's time for a new credit card, the best ones do way more than just buy stuff. And that's why U.S. Bank offers credit cards that make every day more rewarding. Earn cash back. Score points when you shop, dine out, travel, or binge watch. Or get a low intro APR. U.S. Bank credit cards were designed to fit your lifestyle. So make every day more rewarding. And check out usbank.com slash credit card. U.S. Bank credit cards are issued by U.S. Bank National Association N.D. Some restrictions may apply. Member FDIC. might have just unveiled a gem there, did he? Yeah, and the, the last guy I'll say is this Metanire guy from Minnesota came over from not League Un, League De in France. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> 2800. Yeah. This is the Fantasy Soccer Podcast from rotowire.com, your premier source for fantasy sports. For player news, projections, DFS lineup optimizers, and more, please visit rotowire.com slash soccer. And now, here are Andrew Laird, Skylar Redpath, and J.D. Bazo. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joined on this Thursday evening, February 28th, by three-man crew, or four-man crew, three other guys, J.D. Bazo, Skylar Redpath, and new to the podcast this year, Dan Bramlett. Gentlemen, welcome back for the first two. Dan, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Very excited to be uh, joining you guys and getting in the mix. Uh, came on strong in MLS Fantasy last year and uh, learned a lot from listening to you guys and excited to be in the conversation. JD and Skyler, I, I want to explain to everybody who uh, was a kind of like regular listener last year that um, we're changing everything this year. Um, Dan's bringing Dan in is not the only thing we're going to do. We're also, um, 
going to focus more on daily fantasy. Uh, last year we did mostly FMLS, but we're going to do daily fantasy this year. The timing of each podcast during each week will be kind of be dependent on how friendly DraftKings is in, in announcing slates. But we do have an opening slate uh, for this weekend, a nice six-game slate that kicks off at 6 o'clock Eastern. Um, we've got two, three games at 6, one at 8, and, one, and two at 10. Um, J.D. and Skyler, I, we can't start anywhere but uh, back to where we were talking earlier today. Skyler, is Chris Wondolowski a lock? <laughs> oh, man, you're going to put it on me right off the bat. Right, right away. Um, I mean, I think he's a good late-game late, late game hammer. I don't think he's a lock. I mean, I, I think the back-and-forth between me and J.D. earlier was he's got uh, Danny Hoston in his rankings, and I said, hey, I think Wando's pipped him out for the starting job on opening day. So, you know, I think you got to put Wando there. And I got the, hey, Wando's 36. He didn't break the record last year. How many games are you going to put Wando in your rankings until he breaks the record? That kind of thing. So I get it. But, um, no, he's got a luck. I think I'll have some exposure to him in that big uh, tournament. Or I say big on DraftKings. It's $4,000 GPT. But (laughs) big for him. Big for MLS. 28 uh, max entry. So, you know, I'm going to have some exposure to him in that contest. Um, and let's see if he breaks the record. I mean, I think he at, at least equalizes, equals it this, this weekend, but um, we'll see. I think he's, I think you definitely got to have a little bit of exposure to him if you're max entering. Yeah. And it's a max enter of 28, like you mentioned. Uh, first place gets $1,000, uh, fifth place gets $75. JD, if you're not much of a, a I can't even call a 28 mass multi-enter, but if you made 28 lineups, how many would have Wando? Uh, assuming he starts, which he it is a 10 o'clock game, and I, I truly am not sure he's locked into starting. Skyler's pretty confident. Um, I would say I'm about 75% confident Wando's going to start. Um, I'd, I'd try to get him in like a couple. Oh, like out of 28, which I'm yeah. not going to I'm not going to enter 28 times, <laughs> especially when I mean, you'd have to win. You'd have to win basically first or second place to make that worth it. Mm-hmm. But um, hashtag grow the game, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, make the prize structure better. First of all, I, I feel like they just did that recently for Premier League. But anyway, um, yeah, like three or four. Maybe I'd have Wando because he's he's going to take uh, penalty kicks. Almost certainly, if he's in, mm-hmm. three of his ten goals last year were penalty kicks. But outside of that, he averaged like a shot on goal per every hundred minutes on the field, which is pretty bad. Hmm. Um, so, like when I'm paying up for a forward, that's not what I'm looking for at all. So yeah, but Jay-Z, if every time he shoots, he scores, then that's what all you need, right? <laughs> yeah, like Joseph <laughs> Martinez had more goals than Wando had shots on goal last year. And actually, Zlatan uh, had as many goals in half a year as Wando had shots on goal all season. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of a move with Wando coming off the bench most of the year. 2,200 minutes. That's a lot of minutes. Yeah, I mean, he's on his he's on his curtain call. So, I mean, it's kind of, uh, <laughs> you know, I think this is his last season. And I think you got to ride, at least ride some of that kind of game theory that he's chasing the record. Um, until he gets the record, and then yeah, maybe Hosen comes in and, and yeah, that's... Uh, is the guy in San Jose. But yeah, I mean, I, that's kind of how I'm how I'm looking at Wando. Just let's let's try to ride that record setting. Yeah, out. 
I, I get the narrative, but the game theory would be that everyone's buying into the narrative and he's just not that good. So by game theory, you would fade Wando. <laughs> um, it's fine. Like, we're literally bickering about him being uh, our 17th ranked person versus unranked. So it's not like Skyler has him in his top 15 forwards this week. He's probably not playing him that much in DFS. Um, so, I mean, he's 7,100. That's insane. So, like, this is just, like, a novelty thing to talk about, but once we get warmed up, we'll get into the meat of the players you should actually use, whether it's season-long or DFS. I mean, it's going to apply to both. Hmm. Brams, you, do you take a side on this one? I think the big argument against Wando is just how many other people are on the slate. I think he certainly has the firepower and the motivation to be a guy that's going to go out there racking up fantasy points for you, but there's just too many other good forward options for me to really be seriously considering Wando, I feel. Yeah, like every team has one forward, and there's 12 teams on the slate, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, I mean, it's, you know, limit your exposure, but have a have a, have a a taste of Wando, and if, you're, uh, if you've got multiple entries, for sure. Yeah, we, we know you want a taste of Wando. Hey, listen, the only reason I'm so big on the guy is just because I've hung out with him a little bit. That's right, that's drank right. A, drank a beer. Uh, uh, the secrets are revealed. That's right. <laughs> I've, I've, I drank a beer with him on the bus back from All-Star Game for anybody that has not heard the, the previous podcast from probably a couple of years ago. So that's why I'm so big up, why he's so high up my radar. <laughs> that's you, uh, a trip. You still have that, they... that bottle of beer, that empty bottle? Of the <laughs> is it signed? <laughs> No, I did get a picture up with him right off the bus at like two in the morning, which probably just pissed him off. So I don't know. I don't know. Is that it? Pissed off a guy like Wando. That was a trip that you won from MLS Fantasy, though, right? Yeah, that's correct. I won a yeah. uh, trip to the MLS All Star Game at Philly. I want to say, I don't know, this is three or four years ago, probably. So um, got to see MLS All Stars beat Chelsea. And, uh, <laughs> did you say was three actually- to four years ago? Yeah, I mean, it had to be it like. Been longer. Yeah, it's definitely longer. All right, all right. You've been talking about it since we started the pod, which is three, and then it was three to four. All right. No, that, I mean that's before I started playing, so that you're welcome. Oh. Yeah. Right. Hey, yeah, we, we we've got JD Bazo uh, last season's what spring runner-up in MLS fantasy. I I might not have been. They won't send me my prize, so I I'm not even. <laughs> positive i want a prize anymore mm-hmm, mm-hmm. play they the could, six paid you but they could MLS. convince me that i didn't <laughs> all right let's let's really jump into this slate here because um why not um we've got some very expensive forwards that somewhat make wando cheap but uh jd who who's like the forward that jumped out at you early on that you felt like you had to have um, I mean, it's really hard not to play Zlatan because I think he's a good bet for multiple goals, but he's just like, he's pretty goal dependent. So the fact that then you're, you're paying 11,800 and breaking the rest of your team for that. I don't love, we do have like a lot of value options cause it's early in the year. Mm-hmm. So like you could, you could definitely squeeze him in, but, um, Albert Elise at 8,000 is a guy I really, really looked at right away. Um, He's kind of the, the next big guy people think are going to get transferred out of MLS for a big fee. He's extremely exciting out of the wing. He's dynamic. He's yeah. pretty much faster and more physical than everybody. And he lacks a, a little bit of technical ability, but he's 
always there for the cross to to put the ball away. Um, he goes through funks every now and then, but last season he started on fire, and by week three or four, everybody had him in their lineups. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that he starts back down at eight thousand is really surprising to me. Okay, I think he he kind of fell off a lot towards the end of last year, which maybe yeah, definitely somewhat be what has influenced that. For sure, yeah. I think I mean I think Houston's looked pretty good in the two Champions League games we've seen. At least didn't play a full game in the the second one there, but um, yeah, they look really good. I mean, Minotis is another guy, and he's actually priced sixteen hundred dollars higher. Yeah. Um, he he can't stop scoring goals, and I think everyone kind of sleeps on him too. So RSL looks like their defense is not exactly fixed. They're still trotting out Kyle Beckerman. Not that that affects at least on the wing too much, but I just think Houston's going to have a, a pretty easy time with them at home. Hmm. Okay. Scott, do you have a, a Zlatan or Nicholas Ladero opinion? Yeah, I think uh, Nico's probably, I mean, he's forward eligible on DraftKings, so Ladero is probably my go-to as far as first player in my lineup, but Zlatan's right there behind him. Even though, like JD said, he's he's goal dependent, but I I might add in. I think I mean he racks up enough shots that you could you could throw in that he's got you know a floor based on his shot volume alone. So mm-hmm. um, both got massive upside. I mean I think Ladero is probably the safer of the two, but I mean you don't want to be stuck when Zlatan starts going crazy and he's got you know forty or fifty points and you don't have them. Um, so it's that's a tough call because I mean. You want them both in your lineup, and I think there's probably a path to that. I mean, you're going to have to find the value, and there's definitely a lot of value on this slate. So um, if it's between the two, it's Ladero for me. And then I guess just um, real quick on Houston, I mean, I love all three of those options. I, I do think that they score some goals against RSL. I just, It's always, and I think even going back to last season, it's just always so tough to pick out which, which player is going to have a good game because any three of those guys, Minotas, Kyoto, or Elise, I mean, any of them could go off any given game. Minotis is kind of the guy last year that took the reins, but I, I could easily see if Elise um, gets going, then I think he could be the, the fancy standout there in Houston. Mm-hmm. I, uh, <clears throat> I've i had a few people from the Rotowire Discord ask me if we're doing MLS podcast because they have never played MLS before, but they play Premier League regularly and now kind of want to get into MLS because it's starting. Uh, so this is going to sound a little insane. However, I'm going to say it anyway. The Houston situation feels a lot like the Manchester City situation. Of You have no idea which one of these guys is going to be the one, but any of them could be the guy, and so you're just kind of hoping that you land on the right one. Yeah, minus the fact that the rest of their team is unusable. Like, but even then, like, I mean, I guess Man City has I mean, a few other usable guys, but like, yeah, Thomas Martinez is, is mm-hmm. I want to unusable. He's not, not Kevin De Bruyne. Yeah, he's not. He's not KDB. No? Thomas no. Martinez like plays way more defensive sometimes than people think, and um, like he he has his moments, but he rarely dominates a game. Mm-hmm. And like, there's a lot of guys on this slate that can totally dominate a game, so. Tomas Martinez is always a guy like I think about and then end up not using. He's a good mm-hmm. price, like eight thousand is fine, um, but he's not on every set piece. Um, you know, if they're if they're kind of creating offense through the wings, he's not involved in that too much. Um, he's a little small if they play back into the box, so he kind of helps in the build up and then doesn't get points from it. I think he he's the guy that plays really well for like DraftKings, like when Kyoto's out and. 
somebody else is out and it's like oh he has to be on set pieces so yeah yeah, he's like a he's the type of guy i don't think his good games are predictable yeah 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 they're usually against you know home games against inferior opponents i mean like you can say that about everybody right but that's where i usually look to play martinez myself yeah Mm -hmm. for sure yeah that's this weekend home game home game against rsl Yeah, well, RSL can score goals like in bunches this year, and obviously Mm -hmm. last year they did too. They knocked LAFC out of the playoffs uh, fairly handily. Yeah. Um, Like that team has firepower, but they don't have defense. And Houston is kind of like those teams are actually two of the more similar teams to each other out of all the the MLS cohort. So um, it, it could definitely be high scoring. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I could see that one going back and forth. You, uh, uh, it's sick, Andrew, because you, you, uh, that thing you just said about Houston and Manchester City. I was sitting here thinking that right before you said it, and I said, "Oh no, I'm not going to say that. That sounds too ridiculous." <laughs> that's just that's stupid. Yeah, uh, only an idiot would think taking, that. Taking the bullet on that one for me. But, uh, <laughs> I, I want to shout out a guy that obviously y'all are very well aware of, but this is sort of the guy that just always finds his way into my lineup. Since it's gonna be really tough choosing between him and Zlatan for me when it comes down to it, and that's Darwin Quintero, who's just a beast with shots, crosses, fouls drawn. He runs everything for Minnesota. They're playing at home against Vancouver. J.D., I saw in your rankings article today, you shouted out the Vancouver defense, but do you, what do you think Quintero does here? I, I think he's away, first of all, right? He's at Vancouver, but, um, yeah, I, I think yeah, Vancouver's I defense is going to be better, Um this year it's going to take some time though so i i mean it's going to be tough for them to stop quintero he's only 9200 which is a value compared to some of these other elite options um so you could really like save some money on the laderos the alessandrinis um bump down to quintero at forward and use him as like a building block for sure mm-hmm. yeah he's he's in my lineup right now as a forward with a lease as i'm building it as we talk about the podcast here. Nice. Yeah, you, you can do a, a bunch of things if you don't play Ladero and Ibrahimovic, which I think is kind of the point with how expensive right. they are. But it's not like you're giving them up for like garbage. Like There are a lot of good players on this slate that just happen to not be quite as explosive as those two. Right, and I mean, Seattle's really tough because Cincinnati is bad. It's their first game, but so like, it's their first game, so they have a little extra juice and motivation. And they're also going to play extremely defensive. Um, so, like, Ladero, maybe he launches a bunch of balls into the box, but does he get that many good scoring opportunities? The answer is probably no. Mm-hmm. Um, does Quintero? I mean, it's impossible to shut him out, I feel like, even more so than Ladero. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just takes, like, really audacious shots from anywhere and <laughs> has a habit of burying them anyway even though he shouldn't um he scores like some of the craziest goals since i don't like obafemi martins um i mean obviously javinko since then but um yeah he's extremely good so he was definitely high on my list okay skylar you have any concerns about the cincinnati defense yeah absolutely i, I disagree on the darrow 100 what jd was saying i think he's gonna have be in plenty of uh, plenty of spots to score, and yeah, I mean, I'm I'm all over Seattle this game. I love Ladero, I love Rui Diaz, uh, even Jordan Morris. If we want a value play, he's 4900. Um, he's recovered from his injury, so um, yeah, I mean, all three of those guys, I'm going to have exposure to. Um, 
probably in multiple lineups. So yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm kind of just uh, hopefully trying to expose Cincinnati in their inaugural game here. So we'll see. Yeah, I mean. Let me be clear, Ladera's number one in my captain rankings this week. Like, he's my number one player. We're just trying to talk cost-effectiveness, and Quintero's $1,900 less. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, one, the yeah. one thing I would say, J.D., is that you mentioned Lodero maybe launching a bunch of aimless crosses into the box that don't result in scoring opportunities. That's perfectly fine for draft games. So. Yeah, yeah, it absolutely is. Um, for 11000 11, I want some goals. Like, a yeah. goal would be nice. Yeah. I know he has a floor, but if you're winning that $1,000, though, you're not going for floor. Yeah, so his last uh, last game of last season, I don't know we are talking last season, but 24 crosses, I mean, doesn't that almost <laughs> amount to a goal right there? <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting close to a goal. goal that's mo- right that's more than a goal. Definitely more, yeah. 24. Wait, that, it was also in 120 minutes, let it be said. <laughs> oh, okay. That's All true. Right. We've got a 17 cross game, 90 minutes, two games before that, though. So, hey. Yeah. We know what he can do. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like, yeah. he, he's the best midfielder uh, for fantasy until proven otherwise. Mm-hmm. Forward on DraftKings. So. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, please don't play him in a midfield spot if you're playing on DraftKings. It's probably unwise. We'll get to those guys in a little bit. Um, it seems like the guys below, like I don't see a lot of people targeting below Quintero just because it feels like all of those guys kind of similarly close. Um, you'll just look at yourself and say, why don't I just pay the extra few hundred to get whoever? But is there opportunity there because of these guys for someone like Skyler Redpath favorite Kai Kamara or Vaco. Vaco, yeah, that's who I was looking Absolutely. at. Absolutely, yeah. Erickson's playing uh, center attacking midfield this year. He bumped in from the wing. Um, he tries a lot of stuff, but his passing percentage I saw in a American Soccer Analysis in the attacking th- third or whatever is um, not good. It's like sixty some percent. But um, I, he does push the envelope um, and try to try to really go for the the big plays so against montreal that's that's fine i i happen to think montreal's defense is going to be pretty good this year um but everyone's excited about san jose and almeida and their high pressure system and it's obviously going to create some good scoring chances so i mean he's cheaper than nicholas mesquita um <laughs> which is wild that he's that high mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah is actually on my radar he, he could be uh playing that number 10 role for Colorado this season. I mean, at least to start out, he's been, uh, I don't know, I think he's been playing some there in preseason, and he's a guy that I think, you know, he could have some set-piece appeal to him. If, if he does start, then, um, you know, if you're looking for a cheapish forward with, with potential to take set-pieces, I think Mosquito could be it. Wow. But, but he's, Skyler, if you're he's playing not... a Colorado forward, Skyler, we know who you're playing. <laughs> yeah, GPP and it's Kai. Um, I want. I, I definitely want some shares of Kai and, and multi entries in tournaments. But um, I don't know, Mosquito. I was surprised to see him. I, I guess he seems like maybe he's been a forward before, but um, he's probably going to be more of a midfield role for Colorado. And I don't know if you can get that midfielder that's creating and he's eligible as a forward. Then yeah, um, he's he's not cheap play. though. He's not cheap. He's $7,600, and he averages seven fantasy points per game, according to DraftKings. That's not what you're looking for. 
Well, yeah, but I mean, that average probably accounts for a lot of him coming off yeah. the bench. I think he was he's, more of a bench player in Vancouver. Yeah, he's not like I would play him when he's like fifty-five hundred or less, and that was pushing it. But like he used to always be like four thousand on DraftKings. Yeah, and then he'd start for Vancouver at at the number ten. Yeah, and no, I, uh, I agree. He seems expensive. I mean, he, yeah. I'm, I'm, you know, if he starts, I think he's interesting, but. Just because of the maybe the set piece upside and being kind of in that creative role, but yeah, he, yeah. I mean for him, then he does feel expensive. I would own less of him than I do of Wando if he's like he's gonna start probably. Um, I'd own less Mesquita because I think he's a, a bad value this week. JD, if I told you before you saw all the prices that Nicholas Mosquito was two hundred dollars more than Will Bruin, how much would you think he was? <laughs> it's like forty five hundred dollars. <laughs> it's insane that those guys are that high. It blows my mind. And Mesquita, well, home against Cincinnati. Why not? Mosquito played forward like once in his career. <laughs> I don't know why he's forward eligible, but that's another another question that literally the listeners shouldn't care that much about because they're not going to probably use them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I did just check uh, Mosquito's per ninety on RotoWire real quick. I mean. Three shots per 90, two and a half crosses, okay. one and a half tackle one. I mean, he's got a pretty decent per 90 for Vancouver. Yeah, about seven points. I was going to say, yeah, it sounds around seven. <laughs> that's a nice little four. I mean, that's not bad. But, yeah, yeah. $7,600. Uh... It's fine. a nice floor. It's not a nice floor for 7600 I don't know. Right. On this slate, though. Don't on this slate me. There's so many values on this slate that you can definitely find better than a point per dollar. Yeah, I agree with you there. I I, I think Mesquita's worth a look. I'll throw him, I'll throw him into the uh, worth a look category. Yeah, right. one of twenty eight. Um, She's with Kai. Yeah, Sky- <laughs> Now we're talking. It's going to be really exciting when Skyler wins this thousand dollars with a lineup of Kai and Wando. Yes, sir. Yeah. I'm building it right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the the owners of DraftKings are just rolling around in their beds made of dollar bills because. <laughs> Skylar Multi enters Wando Kai lineups. Wando Kai lineups, yeah. <laughs> yeah, $140. <laughs> throw the game. Um, JD, who's the next forward price-wise that you look at after Wando? Oh, you're going to make me scroll. Okay. Well, it's, it feels like you have to start scrolling. I mean, 7,100 Wando. I mean, Angelo Rodriguez from Minnesota is right there. He's fine. Savarino's fine. Yeah, I feel like it's a lot of fine. I don't know. Yeah, Hosen's not going to start, probably. Gio Dos Santos is hurt already. But he's about to return to training. Yeah, good for him. That's fine. (laughs) Abobase is uh, 6,000, like pretty goal-dependent. Nikolic, same thing at 5,800. But, I mean, that's the golden boot score from two years ago. Yeah, have you ever seen Nico that cheap? That's crazy. Yeah, I mean, he did have, like, a rough patch for a long time last year, but I feel like he kind of got back on track. Yeah. They got in that Frankowski guy, um, so, like, their attack should be better. Um, it's just their defense is going to be bad. So as Latan scores a couple goals early, they have to push and attack. Yeah. I could definitely see Nikolic. 5-2 uh, de- LA. Yeah, I mean, he could definitely pay off. Like, they're still starting Steris or Romney in the back. That's not good. Mm-hmm. Um, Your boy Michael Ciani's gone. <laughs> that is he actually, still there? Yeah, but that helps. He's gone. 
Yeah, he's gone. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's not an argument in Nikolic's favor. Yeah. He wants Siani to play. Um, so I Nikolic, I might have in like a couple. If I max entered, I'd probably have him in like four or five lineups. Um, but Jordan Morris is a good shout. He's playing on the wing, which kind of hurts. He's there, but um, is he going to cross out there or, or no? no yeah, they claim. Yeah, they claim he's gotten better at crossing, but that's not saying a lot because he was yeah. never very good at crossing. Mm-hmm. Um, he yeah, actually it doesn't matter if he's good. I mean, he's still gonna get points whether the cross. <laughs> well, like he's smart enough to know that he's bad at it, so I feel like he just doesn't do it that much. He also only yeah. he went to Stanford. Yeah, he only uses like one foot most of the time too, but they claim he's gotten better at that, so he's he's okay. I actually really like this uh, Novilo guy for Vancouver or Montreal rather. Our Diaz is the cheap guy I was looking at for Vancouver. They're both playing on the the wing or as the second forward. They both sound like they're pretty promising. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, pick your poison because we don't know a lot about them. Novilo <laughs> sounds super fast and it sounds like he's a dynamic winger. We have a lot of those this year that came in that are kind of question marks. Um, are you saying? Are you saying like it sounds like he's fast? Like people say he's fast, or just like the name Novilo just screams? No, quick no, no. <laughs> people say he's pretty fast. Um, <laughs> and actually, I see Las Bangora is just called Lass on DraftKings. Lass, and he's like that sounds fast. There have been Lass. like some of the best teams in the world have like looked at him before because he was a really promising young player, and he kind of fizzled out, didn't produce in La Liga etc but 4100 i mean against minnesota he's certainly been playing tougher teams than them projected a start too so yeah i mean all those guys are die as i'm not positive on but novilos i think almost certainly starting hmm. yeah Our you Diaz, offer up a 3900 starting winger against san jose is gonna probably be pretty popular i feel yeah if anyone hasn't been paying attention like there is a good twitter video about san jose and their man marking and, like, <laughs> Stefan Fry just played a ball right up the middle, and uh, Harold Cummings got burnt because they're, like, man-marking with their slowest center back. Hmm. Um, that just doesn't seem like a smart option, giving San Jose's personnel. So I, I feel like teams are going to take advantage of that if that's really what they're doing, um, especially a fast, dynamic team like Montreal. Like, Arudi is slippery. It seems like Novilo is. Piotti can dominate pretty much anyone. So that that's why I'm a little down on San Jose defensively this week and high on Montreal. But we didn't talk about Piatti at all. Yeah, yeah I mean, Rudy. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Arudi is so close to Piatti, it would be pretty wild to use him instead. But Arudi does like to shoot from like 30, 40 yards out like five times a game. Mm-hmm. As long as two, a few of them hit the uh, goalkeeper's hands or the back of the net, you're good. Yeah, every now and then. Uh, good bit of crosses in, too. I mean, it feels like more than Piotti usually does. Dinner mm-hmm. already took some corners last year, though. I feel like that's where some of his came from. He could take them again, but I'm not That's positive. what I was going to ask both of you guys is do you think Arudi might swipe the set pieces from tight air at Montreal? Um, I don't know. I mean, for me, I, it's. I didn't see Montreal too much in preseason. I saw some of their uh, some of their goals, which seems like they've got some bangers out there. Uh, this Schoenair guy. Um, <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was a, the goal of the preseason. Yeah, so I don't know as far as set pieces. I mean, it seemed like Ty Dare was 
Um, pretty on point last season. It'd be hard for me to see somebody pipping him. But, I mean, it seemed like he split him last year with Alejandro Silva. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. I mean, I guess yeah. it's to be seen. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if Rudy got a few. Especially direct set pieces. Rudy will force his way onto a couple of those just because he wants to take them. And the same with mm-hmm. Piotti. So it's not like, not even like you can count tight air to take like meaningful goal scoring ones. He could take the corners, and a Rudy could too. But I think you'd prefer a Rudy to get in the box on a corner kick. Yeah, I almost want to take a wait and see with tight air this year and see exactly what he yep. does in his first game before I'm jamming him in lineups. Yeah, I gotta I tell you, I'm cool. you inspired me, JD. I threw on this Harry Novillo goals and skills video from uh, from his old club and the guy is a beast he's taking direct free kicks and corners and crosses so who, who knows he maybe he ends up on the set pieces yeah that's the best way to play DraftKings is watch a couple youtube videos with bad music and then just <laughs> bang those players right in your lineup it's a lot of fun and that's honestly how we have to scout people here early in the year at 3900 i mean this guy is, is he's bigger than everybody i'm, I'm impressed <laughs> That's, that's, that's how I got my scouting report on Sam Johnson. I'm not sure if he's going to start, but 3,900. That guy's RSL. faster, man. He I didn't notice he was out there at 3,900. Yeah, 3,900. I mean, yeah, he's on the road at Houston, but, you know, Houston's coming off their uh, CONCACAF Champions League, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, I think you mentioned earlier this could turn into a goal fest. Um, if Sam Johnson starts, which I'm not sure he's had limited action in preseason, but 3,900, um, I like him as a value, just kind of uh, uh, just a, a dart throw more or less. You don't know a ton about him. You just, you know, he's fast. He's, you know, <laughs> he's fast and he can score goals. He's got a pretty good uh, high goal scoring clip from where he's been, I guess, over in Africa. But I don't know. He was in Norway, I think, or something. Um, I read an article about him today from Chris Camrani at the – uh, whatever Salt Lake Tribune or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. Sorry to the newspaper, but um, called, yeah. oh, oh perfect, awesome. Um, he's like first of all one of the best. Um, is he not at the Athletic now? He might be. He got kind of uh, screwed by RSL, I think, slash the yeah, newspaper, and thought, started yeah. doing other sports. But um, yeah. he's like he's really of, good. You're right. He's one of the best beat writers by far. Great yeah. piece on Sam Johnson. First of all, the guy's pretty much faster than anybody. And the whole club is raving about him. Um, it seems like they finally have a designated player forward that can kind of take the reins. And I know it's a crowded group up top there. Um, and Sam Johnson has had a little bit of an injury this preseason. But he's going to get on the field soon. And I think playing between some really dynamic wingers, he's going to get plenty of goals. Wow. Not like 20, not 20, but like double digits almost for sure, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess we'll know if he's starting because he's in that first game. There's yeah. three games that start, um, I guess, six Eastern is when the slate kicks off. So there's that RSL Houston, Portland, Colorado, and Minnesota, Vancouver that will know who's starting yeah. right off the bat. And, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't think he starts just because of the lack of, of uh, preseason action and training with the team. But if he does, I mean, he might be worth, worth a pint in a lineup or two. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can just go from – from Zlatan and Ladero to Lass and uh, Sam Johnson right away. <laughs> All right. Uh, are there any forwards that we missed out on? Um, I mean, we we could have talked about Blanco or Rui Diaz more or Jordi Reyna. 
Um, but you're really gonna play those guys though? Not, no, they're notable, but they're not guys you're gonna. <laughs> yeah. You're not gonna play. I mean, Rui Diaz, I think you definitely could play. Um, sure. But you're choosing to play him over Ladero. Right. You're going Zlatan, Rui Diaz is like a pure get a ton of goals to try and yeah. win the $1,000. Yeah. So, like, there's definitely going to be, there's, what, 951 entries if this fails. There's probably going to be at least 80 entries with both Zlatan and Rui Diaz, if not mm-hmm. more. If not more. You think there'll be more with Zlatan and Rui Diaz than Zlatan and Ladero? No, because that's like the... That's the chalk that you then yeah. have to just eat a lot of garbage to use. Yeah. But as we discussed, like these, there's new... plenty of garbage that we would happily eat. Apparently, right? Like some of the, whoever's pricing these people aren't reading the sports <laughs> blog, Nathan blog, aren't going to YouTube. Yeah, they're not like watching the Novilo YouTube videos. Um, <laughs> understandably so, they're a little busier than I am apparently. Um, yeah. So that's fine. Yeah. That's where we get the the bonus. That's yeah, right. it's, That's it's, right. my, it's our favorite time of the year, right? Oh, and the <laughs> preseason MLS, like going into the first couple of weeks, is definitely my favorite time of the year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I guess the real question is: Do you do you just intentionally fight, fade Zlatan just for the leverage and, and just because there's so many other guys who yeah. could, like, could equally score for a cheaper price? I've really been thinking about that. Like, if you want to win first place, half the entries are going to have Zlatan. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I want to I want to agree, and and just looking at Zlatan's uh, game log, I mean, you know, over his last, oh, he had was thirty points, and then you know, in between there, then it's twelve, fourteen, eight, ten. I mean, even though he's scoring goals, and it's not like he's, I mean, even Lodero's had bigger games just from his crosses and shots and goals and assists here and there, so. I could see the I could see the Zlatan fade, but you know, like I said he told, earlier, he's he's the kind of guy if he gets the hat trick, you're done. He so. told Jimmy Kimmel today that he's going to set the uh, goal scoring record, though. He said he's going to break all the records, and it's like yeah. that's yeah. Um, yeah, that's obviously not happening. But <laughs> Obvious. Like first of all, he's probably not playing uh, even thirty games. So how are you right. going to set the record? He's going to sit on tur- a lot of turf games, right? Yeah, and I mean, there's more double game weeks this year, so just that alone. Yeah. Not to mention that there's already talk that the Galaxy are going to be starting like their first-round draft pick that I'd never heard of until a couple days ago because Dos Santos is hurt. Uh, Ola Kamara got transferred. Like His supporting cast is uh, going to be up and down for sure. So it's like Alessandrini and Zlatan and then... I just feel like teams can kind of key on that, and like, there's no way he's going to set all the records. Maybe he'll <laughs> set the goal-scoring record, but it's highly unlikely. Agreed. It's unlikely. I'll go out on a limb and agree with you on that one. But it's, is it likely that he gets a brace in this first game because he's on the freshest legs he'll have all year? That's super possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hey, dude, that sounds like a comment off the uh, Roto-Wire soccer rankings, J.D. Bezzo. <laughs> You're recycling your materials, J.D. <laughs> the, I don't do it on purpose. Notes. I only have so much uh, room in my brain to say different things about soccer, so I, I'm always conscious on my rankings when I repeat a word like 17 times for different people. No, but, I, um, thought, I thought they were excellent, man. It's uh, Anybody hasn't checked them out, uh, uh, JD's rankings are up over at rotowire.com. 
uh, um, meaty, as he would say. Yeah, before. Well, He's got several notes on players. That, I mean, it's just an in-depth analysis of the upcoming week, so it's good stuff. Yeah, and shout out to Skyler for uh, catching a couple typos. I caught a couple more that I haven't had the chance to fix <laughs> to fix yet. Um, uh, but I was typing them in a in a hurry. In <laughs> yeah, Andrew's supposed to be my editor, but I don't know what the hell he does. I don't either. <laughs> um, let's go on to midfield. Um, it seems like because we have these very cheap forwards that we could possibly play based off of YouTube scouting, we should have money left over for guys like Alessandrini and Valeri. Um, it's a, I guess the Seattle since, I mean, obviously Seattle has to be uh, expected to kill Cincinnati with Victor Rodriguez as the most expensive midfielder on a slate that includes guys like Alessandrini and Valeri and Piatti and Quintero. But uh, is it worth going the Alessandrini route instead of Ibra? I think so. I mean, maybe I mean, Alessandrini. Yeah. For floor. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you say, is it worth it? Like, that's a moving bar. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, if you want to win the well, whole thing, that's tough. Yeah. To go Dr- Alessandrini. Yeah. Sandrini and cash is, is viable over over uh, Ibra for sure. I mean, you can put a Nico Lodero, and then you can probably find another set-piece taker at forward. And then, I mean, you, there's going to be set-piece takers across the board. So I think Alessandrini at 9700 compared to Ibra at 2000 bucks more, then, yeah, it's, that's definitely where I might go for cash. Hmm. All right. Um, J.D., you have always been the – Diego Valeri uh, proponent on this podcast. So how do you think about him at Colorado? Uh, playing at altitude in the first game's tough. He's a year older, obviously. Um, I don't know. I'm kind of on the fence with, with Valeri. I did rank Blanco higher in my weekly rankings this week. Mm-hmm. Um, just the step that he took last year to be like a super electric player that can can really cut through a defense and score. Um, I just feel like that's more repeatable than another Valeri like crazy season. Mm-hmm. Um, so what's the difference here in price? 9,500 versus 9,400. Not a lot. Um, yeah, it's okay. I'm not, I'm probably not using them. I'm, I'd rather use other players in that vicinity, but um, Portland's going to be good pretty much right off the bat. I think, they're not going to be great, but they're going to be a solid, defensively sound team. Um, on the road, they don't really break out and attack that much, but it is worth noting that I think Blanco destroyed Colorado at Colorado at least once, if not twice, last year. Those were like his best games. Mm-hmm. Well, that's encouraging. I, I will say in the um, while we're talking about your rankings, uh, for those who don't play the MLS season-long game, uh, it's actually a lot closer to DFS than it is like uh, fantasy Premier League, because you get unlimited transfers every week. So JD's rankings, which um, how did you describe them? Price agnostic. Yes. Um, are actually pretty applicable to just DraftKings. If you're looking at you know what he thinks of two players, you can see in his rankings, and um, not that the scoring systems are exactly the same, but they're close enough where you you get a decent idea. So. 
Um, they're more tournament. I yeah. I th well, yep. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know about I that. I think they're a little more tournament focused because you want goals in this yeah. season long game more. Okay. Um, but cross is definitely, I mean, that's the, the biggest difference is crossing points probably. Mm -hmm. But I feel like it's still the guys who cross a lot are the guys who create a lot of chances. Yeah, and definitely. That ends up. For uh, also those of, who don't follow MLS, um, DraftKings and regular season-long MLS includes the uh, secondary assist. So those count just as much as regular assists, which um, I think helps uh, why we see so many players are averaging double-digit fantasy points per game because you don't see that nearly this many on a six-game Premier League slate. But um, Dan, do you see any uh, midfielders in – kind of the next range that uh you you even want like yeah. i'm struggling to find guys i even want I'm, uh, looking, I'm looking at my guy who's from a game that we mentioned already earlier that that could blow up and it's albert rusnak who just a consistent producer of floor plus upside and just a guy that just always seems to demand the ball from his teammates loves to fire shots loves to set people up and great fantasy producer and he always seems just a little bit underpriced yeah, he's. I think he's one guy that I I kind of consider a lot heavier at home. And last year he really went through like some ups and downs, and I yeah. he was kind of he was quibbling about his contract for a little bit there, and they thought he was going to get transferred out. Yeah, he um, wanted to leave. But he's he's really only twenty four. Um, so like he's a guy I see as being able to take a huge step. Um, and he probably has to be motivated by seeing like an Al Marone. And some of these other players leave for big transfer fees. Like he totally has the tools to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. um, so mm -hmm. I, I agree. I think uh, Rusnak's a pretty good play this week. Skyler, are you looking that way too? Yeah, I mean, I like Rusnak. Um, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be paying for him. I'll, I'll have some exposure to him in my 28 lineups or whatever. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, the the RSL situation is kind of hard to dissect, and playing on the road, um, I don't love it. But yeah, he's he's a guy that's always on the radar. I like Krylak at uh, seventy six hundred, especially if Sam Johnson doesn't go. I think he's got some goal scoring upside. Hmm. Yeah, if Sam Johnson goes, you can't play Krylak, right? Because he's going to play like basically defensive midfield. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he probably he'd probably play more defensive. Um, but I feel like if he if Johnson doesn't play, then Krylock might be right. He might be leaning him for goal scoring, kind of like yeah. they were in the last year. His his like travel around the lineup was bizarre last year. He started defensive midfield with Beckerman, um, which they that really didn't turn out too well. They couldn't cover enough ground. Um, then he kind of basically did a better job than Rusnak sometimes at attacking midfield. They kind of fill the same role, and then they just push him to number nine, which was a little bizarre, and he thrived. So yeah. he scored some some crazy goals towards the end of the year. Um, I I don't think that's where he ideally wants to play, but you're right. With Sam Johnson working his way in, um, he could definitely start the year there again. What, yeah, what about Baird in the same game? Do you, do you see Corey Baird getting any playing time? I, in yeah. the first game, I'm not sure, but he's another candidate to start in the middle. Yeah, and it's it's kind of surprising too that he's only listed as a midfielder. Like he's yeah. like 58 
upgrade, but uh, you, you'd expect him to be that in that forward slot. So I'm definitely not playing him as a midfielder at 58. Yeah, that's tough. But um, it's it's kind of sad that Plata sounds like he's like basically not starting for the foreseeable mm-hmm. future. That's Skyler's boy. <laughs> yeah, um, I wanted to rank him in my preseason midfielder rankings, but you know, I I had to uh, go with the the projections. And yeah, it sounds. I mean, you look at the past. I don't know three years, and it seems like his minutes have gone down, um, have decreased. You know, each of the last two three seasons. So, I don't know. That that kind of seems like where he's headed again this season. And yeah, I mean that that might actually open up a little bit more opportunity for a guy like Rusnak at and seventy five hundred. I mean, don't get me wrong; it's a good price for him. I just um, if Houston, I think they'll probably be fine because they didn't they didn't have to exert too much in their uh, champion. Well, I mean they they had a tough Champions League. Uh, second round but i mean they have more rest than the other guys but i don't know i think Rusnak's good but 500 seems like it's a weird area like, yeah he's like a, it, yeah, he's like a safe like 12 points but is that gonna win you the like we've been saying is that gonna win you the thousand bucks i don't know would you rather play Rusnak on the road for 7500 or felipe at home for 71 Rusnak. Yeah, probably still Rusnak there. I mean, Felipe is like even more of a. He, Rusnak's got bigger upside for sure. Felipe is like, yeah, give me a, give me some potential set pieces, and maybe that occasional goal or assist. But yeah, Rusnak is definitely the guy in that that range. But is it a range you think you're even going to be in? Yeah, I think Rusnak or Mihailovic at sixty six hundred is a kind of good question. Yeah, that's the highest. I mean, that's a thousand more than Mihailovic ever cost last year, which is pretty crazy to me. But. Yeah. U.S. national team boost. Yeah, yeah. That's why <laughs> Michael Bradley costs like seven thousand every week. <laughs> oh. Um. Like where? There's literally like I keep scrolling and. There's some good players towards the bottom. Yeah, go down to 5,000. That's what it is. You get to 5,000. I think, right, everybody between Mihalovic and Acosta, I'm just like, eh, he's a guy. Like, there's nobody that jumps out of me. And I'm not even sure I would play Mihalovic either. I don't know. Rolled on for 6,400 is like a differential, but yeah. Yeah. uh, He's playing more defensive this year too, so right. don't like we can't think of him as playing on the wing kind of like he did last year at times. Um, he's kind of filling the Ozzy Alonso role with Svensson. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's FC Cincinnati. You can't tell me Rodon's not going to get forward. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jack Price at men almost men Price seems like a decent play to me. <laughs> decent. Oh, Jack Price. I mean, um, I've got is that with an expect? More. Is the price call an expectation he has set pieces instead of Acosta, or just because he's so or cheap? Benny or Benny Failhaber or Mosquita. I mean, that's Mosquita's probably not taking set pieces. Do you really think so? Possibly. He, he took some in Vancouver, and if he's like yeah. that number ten, and I don't know. I mean, that's why that's why I shouted him out earlier because I think he's forward with set piece upside but it's just you know it's kind of a dart throw until we actually see what they're going to do but 
I don't know. The Colorado situation's a little bit muddled for sure. Yeah, I see Mosquito like I don't. I know he plays the ten, but I don't look at him as a ten. I look at him as like a guy that's forced into that roll a little bit more forward that can also chip in defensively. He doesn't really unlock a defense ever, mm-hmm. um, but like he's fine. He's serviceable. Um, yeah, I, I guess I just don't see him banging free kicks in any useful way, but he could take some. <laughs> It's like Colorado is gross, let's be honest. Right. Right, yeah. Good call. <laughs> They're pretty bad. Uh, down at that same price, 3400 of, of Jack price you mentioned, I, I, I need to read on this guy from y'all because I think he's a good play, but I might be missing something. Is uh, He's newly midfield eligible former defender uh, Nicholas Hassler for Chicago. Is he going to play? Yeah, I think he's going to play. They're they're looking at signing like another defender um, from Sweden or something. I think he's a center back, but um, Chicago don't really have fullbacks. It looks like it's Hasler and Campos who has played all over the place in his young career. Like yeah. I, th- I think he came into the league as a forward or midfielder, um, which is kind of like why I really like Alessandrini. Um, it's just Chicago. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing on the the fullback spots. <laughs> they like forced Brandon Vincent to retire in 2017. He was one of the best fullbacks in the league. Um, yeah, Hasler's played up up high before in Toronto as well. Right. They traded something for him last year. Chicago did, so he could create some offense, especially if they go down early. I don't like. He's not. He's like kind of a fullback that you're getting as a midfielder so i don't know how much you're you're looking for upside here but yeah for 3400 you don't really need to worry about the three clean sheets. right exactly like that's <laughs> that's probably a cash play but if you're trying to win the thousand then i'd look elsewhere but yeah he's definitely there um and there's some other players frankowski's 3200 so he's on the same team playing up on the wing mm-hmm. um for less man that's cheap I, I'm assuming he's starting. I think he is. I, th- I, I think he is, yeah. He's at least a TAM player, if not better. Mm-hmm. Is there any call for Tommy McNamara if he starts? He's not going to start. Uh. <laughs> he's better as an idea than an actual thing. <laughs> uh, Most huh. things are, to be honest, better as an idea than as an actual thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Fair point. <laughs> Poor Tommy Mac. Um, Skylar, did we miss anyone? Yeah, yeah. There's, there's, <laughs> there's one guy that jumps out at me. It's uh, Christian Espinoza, San Jose, thirty-four hundred. Um, I think he's gonna start. He's a winger, Argentine. Um, should be feeding balls, trying to get one of that record. So I love Espinoza <laughs> at this price. Um, <laughs> probably gonna Let's be a lot brand. of my luck. <laughs> So uh, that's that's the guy that I that I when I'm looking for value in the midfield pool, then that's the guy that jumps out at me. Thirty four hundred. I mean, he's been getting minutes in preseason. It seems like he fits uh, Almeida's system. So I like Espin- Espinoza a lot. Basically, min price, give it to me. Mm-hmm. Um, right. Another guy. I mean, he. I don't know if he's going to start right out of the gate, but. Uh, I guess it's uh, what Huang Nbiam for yeah Vancouver. Min Price get him yeah, yeah Min Price I mean I don't know exactly what this guy's role is going to be with Vancouver but I think he's a DP or young DP or something like that and beast he's going to be a beast 
but yeah, big expectations for him coming into the season. So I don't know. I mean, it sounds like he's a good like two-way player. Like maybe he's got some some good defensive uh, capabilities, but he can also get in on the attack. So kind of excited to see exactly like where he fits in with the team and how he how he does in MLS. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Min Price, he might be worth a, a, a dart throw in some of these GPPs. Yeah, this guy had a lot of uh, eyes on him. Um, to sign him this offseason. He played really well in the Asian games or the Asian Cup or whatever. I mean, he's like one of the better players on South Korea's team along with uh, Human Son. Um, this coach for South Korea claims that he's one of the most technical players he's ever coached. And this guy coached Cristiano Ronaldo. So hmm. I mean, like that—that's pretty big praise for this right. guy. So we found, so we found Cristiano Ronaldo. No, I mean he—he he is gonna play a little more deep lying, like he can play defense too. So there's some points uh, peripheral, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. there. I mean three thousand. This is just a steal, especially if he starts. The I've one seen con- a lot of stepovers on this YouTube video. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the one problem. Checking- the one problem with him, it sounds like his knee is just going to be messed up for the rest of time. Um, the stepovers but... are probably putting a lot of pressure on those <laughs> knees. You know, I, there a lot of people do too many stepovers. That's like the <laughs> the biggest my one of my bigger complaints in soccer. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mbion got the write up on MLSsoccer.com actually yesterday. They just making a strong first impression for Whitecaps. Just kind of skimming through that real quick. It looks like I would probably not expect him to start, but maybe coming off the bench against Minnesota. So we'll see. All right. So that's fine because then we can use him next week. Mm. They're in the first game though, or like the first time slot. So, so we we'll have know. To... Yeah, that's good. Yeah. yeah, we'll know. If he's in, he may find a way in the Skylar's twenty-eight lineups. <laughs> oh, he's like he unlocks so much. Like he Every, would be, yeah, he'd be in a third of mine at least. Hmm. That's like the closest thing we have to a lock today. Um. I actually don't even know who my most lockable player is. I think we just found him. That's why. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it's it's crazy yeah. how him being 3,000 is so much more attractive to me than somebody that's 3,200. Like, the min price thing is so appealing. <laughs> it's Remember just so you when, can say uh, it. I don't know if too many people could have played it, but we're, I think Andrew actually uh, pointed it out. But there was a guy in Yahoo that was like $2 when the min price was 10 <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yep. I didn't even start, but I still played him just because he was two bucks. Two bucks, yeah. <laughs> or two pounds or whatever, two euros. Yeah. I, I don't remember that. It was a. It might have been a Champions League slate. It, it might like, have been two like euros. It's like a weekday, yeah, weekday Champions League slate. It was just so random. But you're like, how does that even happen? Like, yeah. That's... Yeah. Like every time we went on Mondo goal, it's like, how does this happen? <laughs> Literally every time. <laughs> um. All right. Now that we found our lock. Um, I'm trying to scroll through quickly. It doesn't seem like anybody's jumping out that we should have talked about. Well, like I think that the one big thing I was looking at is I, Kellen Acosta versus Benny Failhaber is interesting. Five thousand for Acosta, forty one hundred for Benny. They're at home. There is like an undeniable amount of like more, I guess, theoretical talent on the that team with Kai Kamara and Diego Rubio up top. Like they should be able to get a goal. Yeah, um, yeah, but they have Tim Howard, so they they're gonna have to score two or three goals. Right. Well, that's fine. That's what I want. I want them to have yeah. to score. Um, like that's a really good value. And if 
if we could figure out who exactly is taking the set pieces, that'd be nice. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, probably if we feel like Cincinnati's uh, gonna get some set pieces. Victor Uloa is thirty seven hundred. But, is he definitely taking them the preseason? It sounded like someone was confident of that. Yeah, I saw him taking uh, pretty much every set piece I saw in preseason. He was All taking right. them, but cool. Um, Lamont took you corners know. sometimes in Dallas, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, he did take some in Dallas. Um, I just, you know, again, it's like how much do you think that Cincinnati is going to get enough? Yeah, set pieces to make yeah. it worth it. Right, seven hundred. Kind of just. You know, it's, it's just almost it's it, it's weird that Lamar took some corners in Dallas, but Uloa was there. Um, yeah, but <clears throat> good for maybe he can kind of bring an offensive side of the game to his usual like two defensive points per per fantasy game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh well. Yeah, he's tough to um, roster in this situation. I don't think I've ever. I don't think I've ever used Victor Uloa. <laughs> I don't even know how to say his damn name. Well, times in Dallas said it just lined up perfect. I think I actually, you know, did roster like. Yeah, well, you you've you have years. used everybody. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I mean, he's sometimes the stars align, and you just you gotta <laughs> if you can figure out which guys are in the right spots, and they work your way in. Who's that guy? In. Who's that guy that you and Ebasso always love to use it forward? Was it for San Jose? Uh, it was uh, Darwin Seren. Yeah, Darwin. <laughs> like, there's no reason that guy's forward eligible. He's a defensive <laughs> midfielder, but mm-hmm. he was still getting defensive points for like 3,900. Yeah. He still hit that like seven or eight point mark and win all your cash games. Yep. Thank you very much. He, he might have been on some set pieces. <laughs> Stop. Let's move on. No. Darwin Seren. Like I maybe think, uh... to, maybe like building a wall in front of someone else's set piece like a he foot took, away he, no he took seven last year oh okay i was right seven corners last year including <laughs> five against new england on uh, april 1st he's an early season all guy. right i know you were really tuned into orlando um new england yeah no early houston. last houston seren yeah darwin seren yeah houston. he started on houston last year yeah oh okay my mistake he was on orlando the year before then I think he was uh, on San Jose. San Jose. Yeah. Okay, maybe he was never on Orlando, but I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. I. That sounds. Was he there the uh, inaugural year? And then. Uh, if you Google him, all half his pictures I have am. Orlando yes. jerseys. Yes, you're right. Two years in Orlando. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah, El Salvador uh, team captain for those ones. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> all right. Let's go I, to. Uh, uh, oh. One last one last one last guy here what about um marlon harrison at four thousand? i mean he might be starting in that houston attack he seems like a little bit of a sleeper he is playing much more offensively they say um he's not like yep. a wing wing back anymore but i'm probably out there's better better things but it's a good shout yeah i used to play him yeah. as a defender but i don't think i'll be playing him as a mid right i would definitely changed yeah i definitely play him as a defender but yeah that feels almost just kind of like a um, a mental thing. Like you used to be able to play him as a defender, but now he's a midfielder, so you're like, yeah. I'll well, pass. defender spots are ones we just have to fill, whereas mm-hmm. midfield yeah, spots right. are like super valuable. Right. Yeah, yeah. And sometimes you could get him like in the in that defender slot, even though he's playing more advanced. But yeah, I exactly. get it. 
I've also seen plenty of crystal clear highlights of his on MLS and not these grainy YouTube ones, and I prefer the YouTube ones. That's really where my scouting goes early this season. That's at forty one hundred at least. Yeah, I'd rather play Lass. That's um, right. Lass is going to be good. Yeah, yeah. And he's forward eligible. Mm-hmm. Forty one hundred. Same him for, and I mean, play him and Novilo both. JD, don't you think I absolutely have a lineup with both of them that I'm staring at right now? <clears throat> That's how you get Zlatan and Nico. Yeah, right. yeah. It's, it's actually easy. really easy. To get it's actually really play. easy, yeah. The texture of the slate is kind of reshaping to me as you all reveal some of these cheap mm-hmm. newbies in the league. It kind of feels like it's going to be all about hitting on the right punt. You yeah. Know, you, there's a bunch of guys on the slate in the 3 4K range that are going to be in the 5 6K range in a few weeks, basically, is what we're yep. saying. So mm-hmm. you find the right ones, you're going to be pretty well off in the early season. Yeah, it's not a bad strategy to play like the elite players and then just rotate a bunch of lineups with the, the low price guys, and one of them's probably going to hit. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, old, yep. the old Stars and Scrubs build. There you go. Right. That's like the early season strategy, and the, you could argue there's not that much skill to it, but. Um... I disagree. I think there's more <laughs> skill because you need to you need to know the scrubs. Well, you, or you mass multi enter, so you pretty much have every combination <laughs> of scrubs. But yeah, also a possibility. Also, you have to hit All on right. those guys that you lock in in every lineup, though. I mean, if you mess right. them up, then you're done. Yep. Yep. Uh, defender. Um, all of these guys are the same to me. Yeah. Well, Rosenberry is a little overpriced, huh? <laughs> Just a hair. New team too. Yep. But like, is there anyone I need to I mean, target? I, I don't think it's a bad strategy to just target uh, Seattle defenders. I mean, they're reasonably priced. Like, you look at uh, Kelvin Leardam; he's going to be on the right wing. He's forty five hundred. Even the center backs, I don't mind throwing a punt with like Chad Marshall or Kim Kehe. Like, I think you're going to get the clean sheet points. I mean, yeah, you can't you can't always bank on that, but. A guy like Chad Marshall has goal upside. He he'll probably get you a few defensive points, and he I mean they're all they're both like hovering around three thousand. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm not off that strategy, but it just you know there's not too many defenders that stick out to me. So that's kind of why I'm that's looking I mean, at that. Yeah. How is Nuhu the most expensive defender with the built-in yellow card? <laughs> that uh, that makes no sense. I mean, get the match. <laughs> and he's probably not starting. Either. Yeah, is Brad Smith gonna? Is he healthy? I know he had a knee knee injury last. Yeah, year. I think yeah, I, I think, think he's healthy. Yeah. Go ahead, yeah, Scott. He took a knock last game, I think, in his in the preseason. But I think reports are that he and I think he came out early. But reports were that it was just precautionary. So I don't know. I mean, there's a chance new who starts, but are you are you really paying that much for him? No, <laughs> I, I want to see Smith because he's just a cross machine. He's yeah. he comes from Premier League Bournemouth system, and he just just loves to get up and cross. I didn't realize he was so young. I think he's like 24. I didn't know he was that young either. Yeah. I like I f- Maybe I'm lying. Let me check it out. Of course when you Google Brad Smith, he's not the first person that comes up. <laughs> what well, that's it, it the big uh development here is DraftKings has changed the spelling of Adam Lundqvist's name. They took the Q out and changed it to a K. I, I really don't know what to do with myself. <laughs> huh. You fade him. Uh, that's yeah. the that's his, his what price is way up from what it used to be. <laughs> He's also that. probably not starting. So I've I've got in the the upper range here: Nick Lima, five K, Brad Smith, forty nine hundred, 
And then I scroll down a bunch till yeah. I get to about Brooks Lennon at 3,500. You just gonna leave Rolf Rolf Belcher out on? This? Oh, I like that one. Yeah, I like. I actually like that one a lot. Sorry, he's he was a little higher than Nick Lima, so my eyes must have went right down there. But I love Felcher. Yeah, a little Zlatan Felcher combo. <laughs> Felcher was hurt for most of last year. Yeah, we didn't get to really see what he was capable of, but I think he really likes to push the ball forward. He gets yeah, up there. Yeah, he had there. some huge DraftKings games before he was injured. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I'm trolling the... As you say, yeah, you just keep... Like, everybody's the same now. I'm trolling the bottom here. Can Greg Garza in if he he makes the squad? (laughs) I mean, he's Mm -hmm. a good play. I just don't love it against Seattle. I feel like Seattle dominate this game. And, I don't know, like a 2 or 3 nil win. How about a Nick Haglund uh, header? That guy scores so many set-piece goals, it's unbelievable. Mm. (laughs) I mean... I'm, not, I'm asking Skyler, the uh, the center back scoring whisperer. That's well, right. I, I just said earlier, though, I think um, Marshall is probably even cheaper than Haglund in New York. He, he, he's yeah. 3100 Marshall's uh, 37 That's not nothing. Okay. Yeah. It's 100 bucks less than Salinas. Nice. Kihi's a guy who's coming up, too. He's, he's expected to be sort of the, the rock for them this year, yeah. right? Yeah, defender of the year candidate, pretty much. Hmm. I mean, One if, of we're the like, top ones. if we're center back rouletting it out there, then Tommy Smith from Colorado at 3,100, like that guy is a set piece. I mean, he's a set piece magnet. Like he, I think he's, I was looking at some preseason stats and he scored four goals last season. I think it was maybe the most goals of a defender, like after, I don't know, Zussi or something like he was up there. Now it was a surprise to me because I just didn't realize that he was, uh, um, such a, a set piece target, but I mean, he gets off shots every game, and uh, I don't know. I mean, whatever. If you're taking a flyer, it's obviously not like a cash game play. But if you're taking a flyer on a a uh, center back at home opening day, like I could see Tommy Smith flying through the a header goal or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's not like whatever. <laughs> No, I mean, that's fine. Yeah, like, Kendall Waston's the same price. I was just about to say, what about Waston? Yeah. We could shout out a guy like Waston out at the same, on the same note, but. I mean, you got good old Al Jazz, Struna at 3,000. Gotta love a guy named. Just uh, highlighting how bad Defender is on this slate. Like, it feels like the rest of the slate is fine, but Defender feels like a little bit of a, a dart throw. Yeah, it's, I think, like. I think that's going to be a theme this year in Major League Soccer. Yeah, it almost feels like you have to pay up, which is really hurtful because, I mean, you want to spend on all these other guys, but, like, you you know you can get an advantage over a ton of other people making lineups if you, you pay up for the guys you know can, can produce. And I know that they're, like, not going to produce a ton, but it's a distinct advantage and we've already talked about how we can find value at the other positions. So it hurts, but I, I'm almost thinking that unless I really can pick somebody out here that I like for cheap, it might be a pay-up for a defender type of week. Yeah, no, I mean, that's, that's kind of what I was saying at the, at the front of this defender discussion. Is like It feels like the Seattle, even the wingbacks are – relatively cheap like brad smith yeah he's he's probably like what 49 or something but 
beer dam. Like I love that price at forty five hundred. Like I feel like Seattle's got a good shot at a clean sheet. And I think if you know these guys are feeding balls in, Lear Dam, Lear Dam, and Brad Smith from the wings. Like I don't know. I mean, I think they've got double digit upside. All right, I've got some. I'm trolling the bottom here, and I've got some guys. You ready? Hit us. All right, so the first guy I saw was uh, Marrera for Portland. He played at River Plate, and he's been hurt like a lot apparently, but um, he may not start right away, but he's obviously going to stay at that price probably until he starts. Um, That guy's probably going to be pretty good. I think he has good reviews in the preseason. Um, Worth checking out, like against Colorado, they're not that great. They're not going to really be possessing the ball a ton over Portland. Mm-hmm. Um, the next guy is Marcos Lopez starting for San Jose. That name rings a bell. I feel like he might be their new fullback. On the other uh, side. Yeah, you might be right. Um, I'm pretty good. sure he has a pretty good pedigree as well, and people are excited about him. Yeah, so 2900 is pretty nice. I'm always me- excited about $2,900 fullback. Let me check out a projected lineup here. Yeah, let me look at mine. Um, yeah, I've got Lopez in. All right, Lopez is probably going to be pretty good. He's at home. Um, they're, if they're going to play like a high-pressure system, I'm pretty sure he's getting upfield from what I recall reading in the preseason. So, I mean, like, forget everything I said about paying up for defender if we have these options. Yeah, I think he might have just unveiled a gem there, J.D. Yeah, and the the last guy I'll say is this Mettenayer guy from Minnesota came over from not League Un, League De in France. Ooh. <laughs> 2,800. Yeah. He has been talked about by Adrian Heath with uh, some pretty high praise as like a guy that he has not been able to have in Minnesota as like a – a fullback that can really get forward um, hmm. and really play solid on both ends. I think Tyson last year was was close, but this Mettenauer guy, it just sounds like he's someone we should keep an eye on for daily fantasy. Good grief, JD's bringing the fire on these defenders. Totally. Backs. I mean, I mean, I'm pretty sure is- I'm pretty sure you guys knew about him, just didn't want to give up the secrets. But um. <laughs> I mean, no, I, I mean, honestly, I I felt good about the forward. And, and- <laughs> Values, but some of the defenders I'm still kind of scrambling on. But yeah, yeah you just—I got you guys. Oh. I mean, you could play Tommy Smith though; that'll work. Like, <laughs> hey, one out of twenty-eight lineups, maybe in the Kai Kamara and uh, Nick Nico Mosquito lineup, and I might throw Tommy Smith. In. Yeah. Best thing about both those guys you just mentioned is they're in six o'clock games, so we'll know if they're in. Um. Yeah, the San Jose guy isn't, but Matt Nyer and. So I, I don't think... Yeah, Marrera and Mettenheimer, sorry. That's yeah, Marrera... Marcus Lopez will have to wait, sure. Right, Marrera, I think, isn't going to start, but I think he's going to be a starter for most of the year. Mm-hmm. I think Zarek Valentin is going to kind of back up both of the fullbacks. Um, As he should. Yeah, and this Marrera guy, it sounds like he's hurt all the time, but, like, a, a River Plate starter from a couple of years ago, and he's young-ish... Um, Lock me in for that once he's starting. Mm-hmm. Is it Zark? Didn't he start every single game last year, Valentin? 
he was close if he was. He very well could have. Yeah, yeah, he's from my neck of the woods here in uh, Lancaster County, Pennsylvania. For, for 3,400, even if he's on his way out of the starting lineup eventually, if he's in today at, against Colorado, or this week, excuse me, against Colorado, like 3,400 is not bad for him. He's yeah. A five, six crosses and, ta- and some tackles. Yeah, I like that. Hmm. All right. Goalkeeper? All these values now. I, I've got plenty of money for Stefan Fry. <laughs> Stefan Fry's definitely not the best play, though. <clears throat> oh, why not? Because he's not going to get any saves. Oh. Uh, yeah, I kind of like Bingham a little more than Fry, actually. Yeah, I mean, Bingham is going to face shots and probably not save them, but at least he has a chance to. That's fair, too. All right, I guess. At Nella, 5,000 on the road. On the road. Like Colorado, who's that dangerous there? Yeah, new look Rapids. Who knows what to expect? Right. How about Montreal? Who do they have in here? Bush is 4,800. Uh, that's not that great. Mm-mm. No way I'm playing Tim Howard. No. <laughs> I would, that... I'd probably play him at 3,700. Much less I was just about to say, what's the, what's the price where you pay Howard? Is it like $2? <laughs> is that where we are now? I mean, I'll yeah, play him on a Rapids stack. There it is. Mesquita Howard for the win. This Vega guy for San Jose, apparently, I mean, he sounds pretty old from what I remember reading in my research, but it sounds like Almeida just wanted, like, a a South American guy, so he brought him in. (laughs) Tarbell's not from Venezuela? (laughs) Well, to be fair, Tarbell is trash, so... (laughs) Uh, Vega is min price on season long. If anyone is actually still listening that was interested in that, um, <laughs> but he's forty eight hundred wow. here. That could be a good play in daily fantasy. Yeah, I like him in in DFS and on uh, season long for sure. I mean, at min price, and I don't know. You want to say that he could be a a keeper option, but I guess you'd have to have a keeper from Sunday lined up um, in your starting lineup if you yeah. if you're gonna. Or just route. have him as your have him as your backup in the keeper room. That's fine. Like the second guy. Yeah, that's true. I mean, you, like you want to. I mean, I guess if ideally you would be able to spread those funds around, but I don't know. I yeah, guess but you need uh, off track here talking season long. Sorry, Andrew. Well, that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. What the thing is, like, you need to pick a minimum price player if you pick a different goalkeeper anyway. So well, might as well play one that's going to start and use yeah. him as a backup option. Yeah, that no, price rise. Yeah, that, yeah, it works just as well. So, um, I don't know. Keeper for me. Vito Manone? Oh, he stole old? my guy. That's what I was just about to shout. Come on, man. I don't think he's going to start, though. He just, oh, really? He just came over. He was, like, getting paperwork. Yeah, he's a goalie. Out. Yeah, Arsenal. but, like, Shuttleworth's not that bad. Like, they kind of can give him a game here at the oh, beginning. Disagree. Shuttleworthless. That guy just. <laughs> uh, <laughs> brutal. <laughs> Yeah, I think Manon is in. Former Arsenal backup, I mean, I have to stick Vito in there. I have a feeling it's going to fit with some of the expensive players I plan on playing anyway. Yeah. So. How many teams has he played for? I feel like there's a, a good chance. Sunderland. Yeah, Reading. Yeah. Reading. He's got a Reading jersey on DraftKings, so <laughs> I'm gonna, I can confirm was, that. Was he with Middlesbrough, or am I making that up? Uh, making it up, probably. Let's see. Let's get on the research machine. Yeah. Barnsley, Arsenal, Barnsley, Hull, Sunderland, Reading, and now Minnesota. That's actually not nearly as many as I thought. I guess Hull is what I was thinking, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
three Dan, straight seasons on loan. Yeah, Danny's over there watching YouTube videos of Vito Manolo right now. <laughs> you don't need scout keepers on YouTube. But come on. It's it's Italian. It's Manone. Manone. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly. right. You're right. Thank you. Yeah. Um, My favorite was I'm when they announced it. I think they said former, uh, like Italy under twenty one goalkeeper, and I'm like, but he's thirty. Like, who cares? <laughs> he's also played for so many teams since then. Right. He he's also a former teen standout, right? But yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, aren't we all? Yeah. All right. Anything else, guys? I think that covers it. We gave I away way too many secrets. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of, a lot, a lot of plays. Obviously, it's going to come down to your construction, but I, I'm leaning the more plays that got revealed here. I'm leaning towards the, the two expensive forwards and, and just biting the bullet on the slot and chalk, especially even in cash. So I think that's going to be popular for sure. Yeah, I think so. Any, uh, any thoughts on, I know this is DFS focus this year, but any thoughts on a captain for season long and throw that out? I think I'm playing it safe. The biggest mistake you can make in season long is trying to get too fancy. So I'm gonna play it safe. Pretty sure it's Ladero. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Ladero is a safe play. I think Zlatan is gonna be popular. It's it's one of those two guys for me. But yeah, it's probably Ladero for playing it safe. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, if anybody has any follow-up questions you can find all of these guys on twitter jd is at at dfs mls which i confuse myself all the time when we talk about how we're going to do dfs mls on this podcast and you happen to have that as your twitter handle so nice work work on that jd if anyone wants to buy it uh it's available i'll just switch. i'll switch to something else that's fine Ooh, there we go there we go <laughs> I like draft it. kings right. buy dfs mls and then actually promote the game they'll pay you in crowns um you can find skylar at draft kicks Dan is at at Trippin B underscore, I believe is at the end. Um, I am at Rotowire Andrew. Uh, We are generally available in the Rotowire Discord as well, which is available for all subscribers. Just go to rotowire.com slash chat to join. Gentlemen, thank you for all of that, and uh, good luck this weekend. Good luck, everybody. Yeah, good to be back. Good luck, guys. Right on. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer.